I chose William Peace because of the personalized education it offers, which allows students to truly know their professors. It's really possible to make genuine connections with your professors and learn intentionally here and dive deep into what you're passionate about. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. Right, my juices flow all the time. Absolutely, absolutely. You know as much as I know. Right now, we've been able to stuff to stuff. The curse is broken. NC State fans, finally. <laughs> Finally. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. I mean, that's a triple play. The Wolfpack ain't for soft. It ain't for soft people. Welcome back to Pack Therapy. I'm Joe Giglio, your host. Appreciate you guys being a little bit patient as we get the schedule figured out here. Going to sit down and talk to Scott Wood today, best three-point shooter in the history of the program. Does the one-man Wolfpack podcast right now on the Field of 68 network. We'll talk a little bit about the current NC State men's basketball team. And we'll take a trip down memory lane with Scott. But first, I want to thank Jonathan Rand and Rusty Helser for their outstanding production for Pack Therapy. The Pack Therapy couch is made possible by the Mosquito Authority and Pest Authority. No mosquitoes, no pests, no contracts, guaranteed. If you're in the Triangle, Sandhills, or Fayetteville, check them out at bugsbite.com. Appreciate you guys going back and listening to all of the different episodes. we got Derek Wittenberg on the outstanding documentary on the ACC Network right now on the ACC tournament. We have episodes from Pat Pumpolizio, the coach of NC State's wrestling team. They just won their ACC championship for the regular season, now setting up for the postseason. Uh, Debbie Yao, if you want to go back to the first episode of Pack Therapy, get all those at WRALsportsfan.com or Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you could, subscribe, and please give us five stars. Joining me now on the couch for Pack Therapy, one of my favorite NC State basketball players, Scott Wood, played for the Wolfpack 2010 through 13. He now does the one-man Wolfpack podcast on the Field of 68 Network. He also probably can solve some of your mortgage needs if you need some help on that front. Scott Wood, appreciate you taking some time. We've we've obviously talked before in many different settings, but this will be the first time on the Pack Therapy podcast. Is there anything you would like to uh, unburden yourself of here as we as we get started with our therapy session? No, there's there's not much. I think therapy is is a good way to put it. It is much needed uh, in these times, but uh, hopefully we can figure some things out today. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, I, I would like for you to be the therapist, and I could just have a minute here with you if that would be okay. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. I can do that. So I'm still mad about the time I lost all that money to you at Pine Hollow under the impression that someone who's never, who never uses a driver, that would be someone I could probably compete with in golf. That was a mistake. Number one. Number two, I don't think I've ever seen you miss a putt. That's, that's number two. That does hand-eye coordination. Is there a, a correlation there? Is that what that is? Three-point shooting and putting? Uh, I think a lot of it maybe correlates to angles being able to to read greens i think that okay i think there is a skill to that and i've always you know done a lot of trick shots and done a lot of different arcs and different things so maybe the angles and arcs that that might come into play a little bit i played as poorly that day as you possibly can play and you know what i did the next day i don't know if i've ever told you this did you go low 
No, I gave my, <laughs> I gave my son Jackson, those golf clubs, those, those, that set of irons. <laughs> and I went out and bought a new set of irons after you absolutely kicked my ass. I will not even give Brinson any credit for that, uh, that defeat. That was uh, solely your work that day and my ineptitude. So I actually feel better getting that off my chest, Scott. And we've since played golf at, uh, you were Scott and digital. We played over at uh, Preston Wood for yep. the uh, SAS Media Day. I actually acquitted myself nicely that day, I feel like. I, I played pretty well. I actually gave yep. you an, uh, an idea that I'm not the worst golfer that you've ever played with. Made me feel better. So, uh, uh, Listen, I, I've definitely played with a, a worst golfer. My, my cousin comes to mind real quick. He, we have a five-gallon bucket of balls, that he's already gone through almost all of it on a weekend visit. So don't worry about that. All right, so – before we get into your history uh, against North Carolina, because NC State and North Carolina play on Saturday. I'm not going to lie to you, Scott. I've been here since 1993. The 93-94 college basketball season was my first at NC State uh, as a student. And I can't remember less enthusiasm for a State Carolina game on either side um, than this one. Obviously, NC State at the, at the bottom of the ACC standing, struggling this year. It's been a been a difficult season for Kevin Keats and the group. But before we get to your own history against the Tar Heels, I'm curious what what do you see in this group that you you like and would like to see moving forward? You know, not this season, but obviously what Kevin can do with with this group for next season and how he could turn this thing around for them. I mean, obviously with with the current group, I think. You just have to continue to get growth. Uh, you got to get growth out of EB. Uh, the guys that potentially can come back on the roster, you just you just want to start to see that growth. I know Jalen Gibson has started to play, uh, you know, a lot better as of late now that he's gotten some minutes. But hopefully, just continue to grow. And I will say the one the one positive aspect of it is that it's hard when you go three out of your last seventeen, or I think it was fourteen. It's tough to stay positive and stay you know working hard and playing hard because you really get there's there's really not much to play for at that point so yeah. I will say this it, it, it has been frustrating and I, and I do hear a lot of the fans uh criticism and things like that but it is one of those things where they're they're continuing going out there and they're playing hard they have been in a lot of ball games that they probably did not have any business being in so uh, they just got to learn how to win. They got to learn how to win those, you know, those last five, six minute stretch games when they're in a ball game. And then all of a sudden they go on a three, four minute stretch uh, where they can't score the ball. So, you know, they got a lot of things they're going to have to clear up this offseason. Obviously, the transfer portal is going to be a big part of that. Uh, we've seen with Wake Forest and, and a few other schools that you can really turn around a program. if You get the right people out of that transfer portal. So, you know, there's an opportunity for him to really grow and, and turn this thing around uh, rather quickly. So uh, I'm excited and, and and hope that they can do it. As a shooter, you appreciate Terquavion Smith just having no memory whatsoever. I, I do. And I, and I can honestly say I don't know if I've – and this is going to be to the extreme. I don't know if I've ever seen a guy that can maybe possibly airball three in a row <laughs> and absolutely make the next six. Just step Listen, in and I, stroke and just keep firing. <laughs> and and I will tell you, I, I probably I told I tell people all the time, like I, I was at training camp with with Clay and Steph, and I told people to their face, like I could shoot with Clay and Steph if you put me in a contest. There's no question in my mind. But I will tell you, I don't know if I could miss three really bad misses and then just come back and be like, I'm not like at some point it goes through your mind. It does. Not be demoralized. Uh, yeah. But but the kid, I mean, he's one of those guys where he could go 
one for 14 and you need a three and you draw it up for him and you just still have confidence. Like you, yeah. you really do expect him to make it. And that's, that's rare to come by and he's only going to get better. So it's, it's, it's really fun to watch. He's such an important building block for NC State and Kevin Keats, in my opinion. And I don't want to get too deep into the weeds of this group. The, probably the less we say, the better at this point. But you mentioned E.B. Duano, and I think this has been overlooked in how the season has been affected by Manny Bates and his injury and his absence. Because there is a large portion of NC State fans who are like, injuries are an excuse. You, you don't have Manny. You got to move on. It's the next man up. When you look at the development of EB and the way that he's come along this year, if you can just think about, and it's really not that hard to think about, if he didn't have to play 25 to 30 minutes a game because Manny was there, was rather able to play 10 to 15 minutes a game, think about how much that would help him. And then, of course, how much it would help NC State next season. I think people are losing that point. So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take, but also too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu. At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. I agree with that, but I will say too, and I'll use Jalen Gibson as an example. The the first night EB was out and Jalen Gibson had to start, you know, Jalen Gibson stepped in there and got 20 plus minutes and he played rather good. And that's one of the things when you know you have minutes, you play a little bit more free and a little bit more confident. But yeah. on the flip side of that, EB getting these minutes, and if potentially Manny Bates does come back next year and you can get those spot minutes, he's going to be so effective. But again, the big part of it is it's going to be hard for a guy like EB who's started the majority of the games this year. Now that Manny comes back, it's going to be hard to play him side by side. So can you retain those pieces? But again, to your point, I think you know for him to be a guy that can get – 10 to 15 minutes, you know, when Manny needs a break, he'd be a really, one, really, really good one to come in. I think he does need to really develop on the offensive side of the basketball, you know, a pick and roll, catch and finish type of player that Manny has slowly become and gotten a lot better at over the years. I think that's his next steps. But from a defensive aspect, he's he's one of the best. I mean, I'm not going to say he's on the same level as Manny because he's still a little bit younger, but he's, he's up there and he's going to give you some really good minutes. Scott, well, this is pack therapy. And we are going to talk about your history with playing against the Tar Heels. And, you know, you said you didn't really have anything to unburden, but I'm going to let you choose here. I, I'm having three Scott Wood moments in my life when I think about NC State and North Carolina between 2010 and 2013. Which of those three would you like to start with? One of them is good. Maybe we What's- end on the good one. No, let's just knock out the bad. Yeah, yeah, let's just knock out the bad ones. It's fine. All right. So actually, <laughs> both bads happened in 2012. 
It's a 74-55 loss at the Smith Center. A rare, it was a fairly unremarkable game. It was just kind of like one of just another one of those games where Roy Williams beat NC State. Like it wasn't, there wasn't all that much to it, if you will. But what happened in the post game is what most people remember. And that was your quote about has, has, has your wife, has your wife, has your wife ever, cheated on, ever you. cheated on you. So Todd Gibson, a longtime TV reporter, I think asked you because it, it was, let's look at this point. It would have been like six or seven in a row yeah. uh, to Carolina and for your group. And I think it was how disappointing is this loss, right? That's basically was the gist of the question. Uh, yeah. And around in a roundabout way. and. Yeah. And it just, it was to the point where, I mean, you know me well enough, you know, that I've attempted to walk home from PNC uh, after a Carolina game to college in. So it had gotten to the point where it had just gotten to me so much. And obviously those kind of games, you, you really want to step up and play well. And, you know, he asked me a question and, and it was kind of worded to like how I felt. And I was like, well, uh, has your wife ever cheated on you? That's probably how it feels. So it, I, it was one of those moments where I don't. Well, I don't you know didn't where. smile though. It was like this super <laughs> serious well, delivery, it, it, and I remember was, just looking over at the scrub, going, "Oh no, what just happened?" <laughs> yeah, no, it was. It's just one of those moments. I'd like to think um, a little bit witty. Uh, Might have been too witty in that moment. Um, yeah, but it, it is. It's just one of those things where you come to state, and obviously you want to play play well in those big games, and and we just over my last six, seven, however many it has been, we just did not do that. And the frustration had just mounted. And I got asked a question that I just, I wasn't crazy about how it was worded towards me. And I, I, I delivered back. <laughs> have you ever talked to Gibby about that? Have you ever gone back and had a conversation with him about that? I have not, but I mean, I'd love, I'd love to sit down and have a lunch um, because uh, I didn't, Again, I was I was a little bit frustrated in the moment. Um, I didn't yeah. care for the question, but I also understand it comes with the territory. I've been along long enough now that I know it's it's their job to ask those questions. And you know, obviously, they sometimes do poke the bear and want that response. And I kind of gave one. <laughs> right, right. All right, that was one of the painful ones. Obviously, well, that's not I, so like, bad. That was I reversed that bad, my pain though. onto somebody else. So yeah, that's not too bad. Did you get any blowback from the got man or anyone at NC state after that? Were they like, <laughs> Hey, maybe not do that next time. Or yes, there was, a, I guess there was a big old article on Yahoo and us today. And in the comment sections, it was, it was kind of nasty about how my parents have raised me the wrong way. And a lot of things, which isn't the case if people know sure. me, but um, I did, you know, that Dr. Yao and, and Godfrey did mention, you know, just keep the wittiness to a, a, a little bit more minimum and don't let that kind of stuff get to you. Luckily, there was there's no punishment or anything like that. It was more a smack on the wrist and, and told me to be a little bit more careful. More great news for carry commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away. 
Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Before we wrap up with Scott Wood, I just want to say thanks again to the Mosquito Authority and Pest Authority. No mosquitoes, no pests, no contracts, guaranteed. Many thanks to Hayes Lancaster and the good people at the Mosquito Authority and Pest Authority. If you're in the Triangle, Sandhills, or Fayetteville, check them out at BugsBite.com. All right, so here comes the other painful memory. I'm going to read you the lead from the AP from the <laughs> ACC Men's Basketball Tournament Semifinal in 2012 down in Atlanta. After a rugged, foul-plagued game in which each team lost its top scorer, the officials put their whistles away in the closing seconds. It worked out just fine for North Carolina. It sent North Carolina State into a tizzy. Kendall Marshall banked in a shot with 10.2 seconds remaining, and the fourth-ranked Tar Heels came up with a pair of defensive stops to edge their state rival, escaping a wild finish with a 69-67 victory over NC State in the semifinals of the ACC tournament. Accurate? I mean, that's accurate. Yeah. Who wrote that? It doesn't have the actual byline, uh, but it also doesn't mention Alex Johnson. Oh, there it is. Look at that. Two paragraphs down. Alex Johnson. But it was a couple of non-calls that left NC State furious. Alex Johnson went flying on Marshall's drive, but there was no whistle from the officials. The Wolfpack got one more crack with 1.2 seconds left, and Richard Howell thought he was fouled trying to put up a shot after getting his hand on a long pass. Mark Godfrey slapped his hands and argued vehemently for a foul. That um, was the same That was the same play as the Kansas game, right? That was a long baseball pass to Rich, who was probably supposed to wheel and throw it to you, but there wasn't enough time to do that. Yeah, I vaguely remember. I remember the Kansas one like it was yesterday. I vaguely remember the, the Carolina game down the stretch. I do remember the – AJ play where he took a charge and it wasn't called, but yeah, I mean, At least it's it just, wasn't called a block, I guess. That is true, I guess. Um, but the other part of that is too, I do remember, and you'd have to, you would know better than I do. Wasn't there an issue with, with an official getting yes. suspended <laughs> and the officials were, had the, like the tape. Yes. That was the season. That was the, that was the Carl Hess season and Carl Hess didn't and, work that tournament. And the officials, the first three officials showed up for the first game on Wednesday with KH on their sneakers, on a sticker on their sneakers. And I just remember Brian Dorsey and Mark Gottfried. I don't think I've ever seen a coach and an official interact the way that they did in that game without at least either a punch being thrown or a technical being called. So I guess Mark had that going for him that he didn't get a technical. But I'm wondering, if you you were surely in earshot of some of Mark's and even Dorsey's expletives for Mark. Yeah, and I do. I, for some reason, that does. That's one of the parts that sticks out in my mind. And I think we might have had a little bit to do with the Carl Hess situation or whatever, however the debacle went down. That was the Corciani and, and Gugliata being behind the scorer's table, yeah. and saying whatever they said to Carl. And Carl was like, you're out of here, threw him out of the building. So I think I, th- I think that had a lot. To probably do it with it, and there's a little bit of hostility there, and, and you know it just took took one call to really change the direction of the game. 
I don't know. That that's a really tough one. Now now that I think about it, that it was a no call. I'm actually I'm usually in favor of no calls. But man, that but was if a you go really... if you really go back and look at it, you would dang near the the following year when the officials come in and show clips of Did they? correct oh, charges taken. That's one that's going to be on there. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. I, you know what happened there is that was a. Uh, that was an even numbered year. NC State doesn't do well only in 74. The other it's always the odd numbered years that they do well in the tournament. Let's go to the to the good memory now. That 13 season, your senior season, you guys get Carolina at home in the end of January. And I I actually don't think it's a stretch to say it's the best game your group ever played. Certainly on the offensive end. With that so team, with, with that roster, yeah. yes. Yes. So it was tremendous, 20 points, 11 assists. Rich was outstanding, uh, 16 points. He had 14 rebounds. You hit three threes. Um, you had 12 points. TJ, who was still trying to figure out what he was, had 19 points. And it was, a, it was a, just an electric atmosphere. I'm, I'm curious what are some of your memories of that game and maybe just the, the crowd. And, and it just felt like a different type of, uh, of outing yeah and I think that was the first year that I think state fans really felt like um at least during my time that we've built something to where we're, we're we've got some talent and we're just as good as anybody in the nation I think that was the day college game day was there which yep. um probably also added a lot of hype to it uh, I remember my three right in front of our bench where I got fouled for a four point play. But it's just one of those memories that, you know, it's, I'm the type of person that I, I, I really don't, I try, I don't try to put an emphasis on the Carolina and Duke games, but at the end of the day, I mean, when you're on campus, you know, what fans want to know is they want to know, are you going to beat Carolina and Duke? So there is some added pressure there, but, you know, looking back on it, it was just a lot of fun to finally get that monkey off my back, just beat them. And it, it is, it's, I, I say it all the time. It's arguably one of the most talented, basketball teams ever put together at nc state and the year didn't necessarily work out but that that's one, that's one game i look back on that you know everybody kind of put their ego aside and said you know what we're gonna we're gonna get this done and uh everybody performed at a high level and it's one of those good memories that i'll have against carolina see and we end our pack therapy session on a happy note hey, Ains, I'll, please I'll, scott wood i'll tell you i'll tell you this too i think you may not realize it, but your words have power, too. I remember you used to always post when Scott Wood had, like, four threes. We'd be, like, yes. 20, 20 and 0 or something. And so the funny story is, so the first year I'm out, uh, I get picked up by the Clippers, and it's me and Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock's their first-round draft pick. So we're, we're at training camp together. We become really good buddies. And then I also play summer league with Kendall Marshall in L.A., and the funniest thing is I'm, I'm sitting there talking to them and, and obviously they've, they've had my number. So they get, they get all the bragging rights. And I would just ask them every once in a while, but like, like, what was your guys' strategy going in or anything like that? And their sole strategy was solely on the fact that you would say he hits four threes, they win, that their sole goal was to just make sure I couldn't get any threes. So I'd like to also just say thank you that you're, you know, publishing of, our record when I make the X Scott amount of threes yeah. that his team started to pick up on it and just say, Hey, well, guess what? We're just going to take this guy out of the equation and see how, mm. see what happens. So I really do appreciate that. Well, you know, I said you were one of my favorite 
players. Well, Roy Williams was one of my favorite, is one of my favorite coaches for a reason. <laughs> I actually paid attention to what I was saying. Yeah. So the, I will say it is an honor that, you know, Roy would think that highly of me to take me completely out of the game, but I do wish I could have been more of a participant during some of those games. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, <laughs> Scott Wood, one man Wolfpack podcast, Field of 68. You, you want to get a little shout out for your mortgage action right now? I'm joined up with North Point Bank. We're, we're rolling in it right now. If anybody has any questions, uh, feel free to reach out to me, scott.wood at northpoint.com. That's North Point with an E. Uh, I'd love to help you with any of your purchases or refinances or anything like that. So appreciate it. Perfect, my friend. I'll probably see you on Saturday over at PNC. And now that neck surgery is uh, coming to a close here, I'm almost ready to get back out and lose some more money to you on the golf course. So looking forward to that as well. Yeah, I'm interested to see how those regular shafts work out for you. <laughs> oh, man. Why'd you do that to me? Uh, now <laughs> I need a new therapy session. <laughs> <laughs>